Particularly in this, because he thinks that Lord Vishnu has killed my brother. So he had a very affectionate feeling for his brother. Together they were terrorizing everybody. They had a very good, close relationship. They were very good friends. How they were torturing others, terrorizing others. And together they had their activities. So he was very upset. When Vishnu killed him, just he was saying that my brother, he was a great fighter, no one could defeat him, just just by accident, Lord Vishnu killed him. So very upset. Maybe one second he was a little careless and taking advantage he killed him. So Lord Vishnu. We don't like him. He's just like you have family friends, so Lord Vishnu was a family enemy. So they didn't like him. The Prahlad Maharaj he liked Lord Vishnu. He was completely not Lord Vishnu. He couldn't, he couldn't live, he couldn't breathe without thinking of Lord Vishnu. To it, as Jiva Goswami describes, that to the devotee, Lord Krishna is ten million times more dear to him than his own very life. So Prahlad Maharaj, he was definitely putting his life in danger by saying to Hiranyakashipu, that you should worship Lord Vishnu. It's, it's not very diplomatic. He was supposed to be learning diplomacy from Shanda and Dhammarka. But if he had been diplomatic, he would have simply answered, yes, yes, at school I learned all nice things like how to torture people and how to terrorize them. He would have been diplomatic and pretended. Even Narayani was diplomatic in his dealings with Yuranikashita would come. Yes, yes, you are very great, you rascal. But uh, Prahlad was not at all diplomatic. He didn't imply any politics. He simply spoke directly to his father. You see, even in our ordinary dealings, we're a little cautious or shy of what we say to others. If we know someone disagrees with something, then we, we may not, if, if we disagree with them, we may not tell them directly. It's like if you know someone has very strong opinion, then you may not express it. Or even if you have a different opinion, you may express it in a roundabout way because we don't like to cause arguments or fights. You sit like this. Better for hearing. To sit like this. So, we don't like... We, we try to avoid. Of course, some people, they don't try to avoid. They, they deliberately say things which they know will make others upset. But most people are like that. Someone in India, someone who, say, who says something to cause some friction between others, they're called a Narada, because Narada is famous. And he will go, just like he went to council, and said, you know, you're always trying, you're always afraid of the eighth child of Devaki. But you don't know that that child is born somewhere else, actually in Vrindavan. So then immediately, boom, let's kill him. Kill all the children. Make sure we kill Krishna. So Narada, he is famous for going and saying things that will make the situation exacerbated. They will make it more dangerous. But mostly people, they try to avoid dangerous situations. But Prahlad, he didn't. He just told them straightforward. 
What's the best thing I've learned? Shamanam Kirtanam Vishwaswaranam Padasayam Arjanam Nandanam Dasam Sakyamandam Surrender to Krishna. You should surrender to Krishna. Later on he tells his father, Hibhata Patam Kriyamanda Kupam Anamata Yam Haridashrayita said, he said, my dear father, you're living in the household life. It's just like a blind well. You should give it up. He's telling you, give it up. Go to Vrindavan. Take shelter of Hari. He's telling you, Nikeshipu will perform severe austerities to conquer the universe. And here's this little boy, can hardly walk or talk, and coming up to him and telling this is all mine. You should give it up. Just like we find sometimes our devotees, you know, they come into the temple and they take up Krishna consciousness. Then they go home and they tell that little boy or girl, and they tell their parents, Mommy, Daddy, you're in my You should give up, they become very upset. What is this? I sent my child to the temple. I thought he would say some prayers and God would bless him and he could pass his exam. And he came back and I thought those Hare Krishna people were good people. But they, instead they're sending him back and coming back and telling us not to eat meat and not to drink coffee and to get up early in the morning. Oh, this Hare Krishna mood is very bad. There are many like that. Many, many, many. The children, so many. The children and parents, they become divided because parents, they don't like. The children are coming back. And then they're coming back and preaching to the parents. They don't like to hear it. So actually the parents, they have one kind of guru. First guru. First guru is the mother. Because the mother is with the child, they teach so many things, how to walk, how to talk. And they're also supposed to teach who is Krishna, who is God. So the mother and father, they are the first gurus. And they should be respected. Let me see yesterday how Prahlad, he offered his obeisances to Hirani Krishna That is a social convention. Because he is the father, he has given this body. Just like we see Krishna, when he met with Devaki and Vasudev, after Kamsa was killed. So Krishna was saying to Devaki and Vasudev that <coughs> this human form of life is very valuable because in the human life one can achieve success in spiritual understanding. Therefore, because this body is given, actually the body is given by the material nature, but it's given through the agency of the father and mother. Therefore, it is the duty of the children to serve the parents. And Krishna was saying that if the parents in old age, if the children are able to serve them, they have, but they don't, then Krishna said it's very bad. They're very simple. So this is ordinary understanding. Parents should be served. But who is the real guru who gives the second birth? Actually, that is called first birth is from father and mother. And second birth, that is more important, that is from spiritual master and Vedic literature. And one is called Dvija. He takes his second birth. Now, second birth means birth. Why do we call it a new birth? Because birth means a complete change. Just like in one life you may be a dog, and next life human being. Or one life you may be a human being, and next life dog. So it's a, it's a very big change. So, taking 
spiritual master, I accept your spiritual master. That means a change. Change in consciousness. You may be the same person physically, but the consciousness is changing completely. That's why sometimes we see the same thing in parents. They say, I, I don't know this child. I knew this child before. It looks like the same child. The voice is the same. looks the same, but completely different. Now they're not interested in watching television. Even if we turn on the television, they'll preach to us, this is Maya. Don't watch them. You should chant Hare Krishna. So it seems that my child has completely changed. So initiation means a complete change in consciousness. Vidya, second birth. That Lochandash Thakur, he says, Prati Janama Shave Itram Atapai Krishna Guru Nahi Mele Vajahahi Ayah. He says that in every birth, everyone gets a father and mother, even the cats and dogs. They also have their father and mother. But in every birth, you don't get the opportunity to worship Guru, to, to serve Krishna through the agency of Guru. Therefore, attaining this second birth from Guru and Krishna, one should worship them firmly within your heart. That we say. Guru Mokha Padmapatya this means that receiving instructions from the Guru, we fix it up in our heart and don't desire anything else. That is the real meaning of initiation. Initiation doesn't mean simply you sit in a sacrifice and you change your name. But it means that whatever rubbish, nonsense you heard in the past, you kick it out. New. New slipped. Start all over again. Whatever rubbish things you learn, and be sure, whatever you learn must be rubbish. If it's not in relationship with Krishna, it's all nonsense. This Krishna himself states, we see, Chattashrofi Bhagavan. Who knows the translation of this? Very important verse from Srimad Bhagavatam. Who knows this verse? From this Chatur Shloki Bhagavad. Does anyone know what is the meaning of this verse? It's very important. Rite means without. Artha means meaning. So Krishna says, anything which is not in relationship with me, it has no meaning. In other words, anything outside of Krishna consciousness is all nonsense, meaningless. I'm the Prime Minister, or I'm the factory worker. This is my father, this is my mother, this is my brother, sister. Sometimes we go to people's houses, they introduce. This is my wife, this is my cousin, this is my cousin's daughter, this is my cousin's daughter's husband, my cousin's daughter's They'll introduce you to so many people. What does Krishna say? Everything outside of a relationship, anything which is conceived of, Outside of a relationship with me is all nonsense. Nothing is outside of Krishna. Everything is within Krishna and Krishna is within everything. But the consciousness that something is separate from Krishna, that is all nonsense. The whole material civilization is going on thinking separate from Krishna. It's all nonsense. So whatever we have learned, whatever we think, my body, my house, my wife, my children, this is very good. If we think something is very good, 
but is not in relationship with Krishna, that's also nonsense. Just like we see, vegetarian society are non-violent. Ahimsa, Mahatma Gandhi preached, non-violent. All these things, if it's not in relationship with Krishna, it's all useless nonsense. Just like Mahatma Gandhi was preaching, non-violent. But, due to all his political manipulations, this country saw more violence than at any time in its history during the partition of India and Pakistan. And as a result of that, uh, as a result of that, there's always feeling of envy between India and Pakistan. So he wanted non-violence, but he himself died by violence. Or vegetarian, we shall become better. People say, oh, I'm a pure vegetarian. Very good, sir. That means you are as good as a pigeon or a monkey. Because the pigeon or monkey is also a vegetarian. If it's not in Krishna consciousness, it has no particular value. So, this Lord Maharaj, he had the full thing. He was sitting in the class of Shanda Anabhata. And what was he doing? Vishnu Smaranam. The Lord Maharaj, he is the example of remembrance of Lord Vishnu. He was always remembering Lord Vishnu. Therefore, even though the class was going on, he had no interest. What is this nonsense? Let me remember Lord Krishna. So this should be our attitude. When we take to Krishna consciousness, whatever went on in our previous life, closed book. Close it, forget it. Now our life is meant for Krishna. Whatever happened in the past is all like a bad dream. That's all. Just like it. Sometimes some of our devotees, they become very interested. What did I do in my last life? They go to an astrologer. Oh, in your last life, you did this, you did that. Or they have this hypnotic regression in which you go back in time and you see your previous life. So this is what is the necessity. Past life means you are eating, sleeping, mating and defending. Forgetting Krishna. So whether you were a Brahmana or a Chandala or a cat or a dog, actually you were a Brahmana. You were a chandala, you were a cat, you were a dog. You were in 84 million species of life. So, what does it matter? Previous life you were a Brahman. And previous to that, you were a dog, a cat, chandala, dinosaur. So many different species here. And in this life also, what nonsense you've done. So what you've done previously, what does it matter? It's all nonsense. Because even if you were a Brahmin, still you're in Maya, otherwise why are you coming back here? It means you didn't surrender to Krishna. So this life is meant for surrender to Krishna. That is being taught by Prahlad Maharaj. What does it matter? Whatever is being taught, and Krishna says in the Gita, those who have got knowledge of Krishna, they don't care. Shutika Pratipamna Ate. Whatever has been heard, whatever things have been discussed in the past, whatever things can be discussed in the present, whatever is to be discussed in future, not interested. So many things to discuss. Shotavyadini Rajendranunamsanti Sahasrasham. Apashitam Atmatam Krihishukrihamehinaam. So many things to discuss. You go to the library, you'll see so many big books. Now they have on the internet computers. You can log in your computer 
And you can get so much information about the material world. Unlimited information. The colonies, they find it very interesting. Oh, they'll arrange some lecture at the Lions Club or the Rotary Club. Some interesting thing. So many interesting things to hear about. So those who are not devotees of Krishna, they are very interested to hear about so many different things. And those who are devotees are interested. We are interested in Atmatapa. What is the real subject? Who am I? Who is God? What is our relationship with Him? We are not interested in anything else. This should be our determination. If something is going to help me advance in Krishna consciousness, I should accept it. If not, give it up. Therefore, here, Nani Kashipu is asking about Guru, because he knows he's interested, Nani Kashipu is interested in teaching material knowledge. Prahlad Maharaj is interested in understanding spiritual knowledge. But either spiritual or material knowledge, you need guidance, you need a Guru, especially in spiritual life, to understand what is spiritual knowledge, you need guidance. It's not simply that you read a book, because reading a book is needed, but guidance, because this knowledge, we have to fit it up in our hearts. So on the path of spiritual life, there may be so many ups and downs and ins and outs, and this way and that way. Uh, because we are accustomed since time immemorial to ride on the chariot of the mind. This is called Manorat. Let me do this. Let me do that. Even in the name of Krishna consciousness we may think, I should do this, I should do that. Which is actually not favorable for our spiritual life. We may think, let me do it something in Krishna consciousness, but it's not actually very favorable for our advancement. Therefore, guidance is needed. Guidance is needed, so Guru will tell you rascal nonsense. You don't know what is your own good. Just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he came to his Guru, Ishwara Puri, and Ishwara Puri immediately told him, Murka to me, you are a rascal, you are a fool, you don't know what's good for you, you should follow my instruction. So this guidance is required. We may think, I will do this, I will do that, let me do this, let me do that. I will, uh, some new scheme for spreading Krishna consciousness. Have my own idea. I'll get up at nine o'clock in the morning. Because we have to be, to preach to the karmis, sometimes you hear this. If you're too different to them, then they won't listen. So we should be like the karmis, and then we can relate to them better. So I'll get up at nine o'clock in the morning and drink a cup of coffee. It's Bhagavan Acharya, he sometimes does this thing. Maybe not coffee, but nine o'clock in the morning. So let me get up at nine o'clock in the morning. So when the karmis ask me, what time do you get up in the morning? I'll say nine o'clock. And they'll say, oh, he's just like us. So we can relate to him better. And we can make friendship very easily. And we can preach to them. But no. I get up at four o'clock in the morning. So they may say, oh, very strange. You may think it's strange, but if you don't get up at four o'clock in the morning, how can you preach? Where will you get the strength? Strength comes from where? Yeah, now we have 
Shanda and Lamarca, they were preaching politics, how to get strength to defeat others. So their philosophy is the same as in the modern age, one of the representatives of Hiranyakashipu was Mao Zedong, Maoism. So his philosophy was, power comes from, does anyone know? It's all nonsense. Power comes from the barrel of a gun. So in the material world it's true. Power comes who has more guns, who can shoot people. He gets power. But our power comes, his power comes from the barrel of a gun. And our power comes from Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Same thing. They're pointing the gun. And we are holding our finger like this, holding the beads. Power comes from a bead bag. All power comes from a bead bag. Strength comes from attending Mongolarity, chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Reading Shastra, just like you see Naikaja. He's good at book distribution. How is he good? I can understand when I hear him chanting his rounds because he chants Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And he studies Prabhupada's books. He doesn't chant, <laughs> he chants Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. So he's getting some strength because he's chanting. He's following the instruction of his spiritual master to distribute books and he's getting strength. And that strength that will continue. Someone who chants nicely, studies Prabhupada's books, they will, that strength will continue. Otherwise someone, they may get strength for a short time. I'm going to distribute a lot of books. And after some time, oh, now I feel fried out. This is a discount. Fried out. Why are you fried out? Because you're not chanting Hare Krishna. You're just, some noise is coming. But it's not Hare Krishna. Because this morning I'm also my Hare Krishna is also a little unusual, but that's physical problem. So that strength that comes from chanting, otherwise, after some time chanting, and then after some time, Prabhupada told that, huh? what is that? Boro boro bano, boro boro pet, Langa dingya hoya kip, says that big big monkeys, big big belly, expert, Eating. But when it comes, to, it comes time to jump to Lanka, oh, disappointment. That, uh, that was translated big, big monkey, big, big belly. Lanka jumping, melancholy. <laughs> what happened? The monkeys, they wanted to jump to Lanka. This is when they're on their scouting mission. So, how could you jump to Lanka? Because there's 100 yojanas, 800 miles. So they were saying, who can jump? So the big, big monkeys. So who can jump to Lanka? So one was saying, I can jump uh, 50 yojanas. So that's very good. You'll end up in the middle of the sea. I can jump 90 yojanas. Oh, that's also very good. But you'll still end up in the sea. Then Hanuman, up to that time, Hanuman, he had not, he was famous as a big monkey, but not as the, up to that time, he hadn't shown his power. So I thought, well, actually, I can do it. All the other monkeys, they were disappointed. So we shouldn't be. Big, big belly, that may be the, that uh, Bhishma, not, not Bhishma, Bhima, is famous for eating 
large amounts of food. So some of our devotees, they're also famous for eating large quantities of prasadam. But if you eat large quantities of prasadam, like bhima, you should also do very great activities, like bhima, in fighting. We don't object. You eat as much as you like. Then, not sleeping, like kumbha karma. But you have to be fighting, like bhima. We are followers of bhima, not kumbha Because kumbha karma, when he woke up, he was also a big eater. When they woke him up, they had so much, several buffaloes and so many things to eat. Because if he didn't have that to eat, he would eat all the people. Because he is a rakshasa. Rakshasa means he can eat anything. So, especially he likes to eat men. So even he's so hungry after sleeping a long time, he'll eat all the... Who's that? Come here, he'll call. Come here, come here. He'll eat them. So very dangerous. When they woke him up, he had many buffaloes and different things to eat. Because when he wakes up, he doesn't speak to anybody. First of all, eat something. So we shouldn't be simply big eaters. But we should be ready to do many activities for Krishna. Not melancholy. That I will distribute so many books, then after some time, oh, now I'm fried out. No. One should not be fried up. He should engage in shavanam, kirtanam, vishnu, smaranam, padasinam, achinam, dasyanisatram, under the direction of a spiritual master and go on every day, day after day, day after day, day after day, serving, 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 serving Krishna. Not that big, big move and then gone. Oh, where is that devotee? He's doing so much service. Oh, now he's not here anymore. That's not good. Rather, one should be steady. Don't have to, don't have to be big, big. Oh, I'm doing something. You can do it, that's all right. But continue to do it. Not that big, big, big. And then, where is he? Gone. No more to be seen. Shooting stuff. Better be steady. Do big. But do big continuously. Or, not doing big, but do something. And continue to do it. Continue to serve Krishna. Then you'll be big. Just like Pallad Maharaj, he's a little boy. Who cares, little boy? Chanting Hare Krishna. Oh, goodness. Just a childish fancy, we may say. But he was serious. And he continued throughout his whole life. And life after life. Therefore he's famous as a Mahajan. Dhruva Maharaj. He's only a little boy. Who cares for a little boy? But he's famous. Because he continued to serve Krishna. So continue, continue, continue. Don't follow the mind. Don't make your guru the mind. If you make your guru the mind, then we are blind. If we follow the mind, then following our own whims or fancy, simply we fall down into hell. So don't, that's why you take a guru. Guru means, Guru means someone, he's understood. You have to serve Krishna. So he tells you to serve Krishna. Guru, what will he tell you? Jari Dekho Tari Koha Krishna Upadesh. He'll tell you, serve Krishna. And in our mind there may be so many things. Well, what about this? What about that? I have this, I have some attraction to rock and roll and dressing in kami clothes. So I think it's a good idea. I'll get it out of my system. 
I'll go and dress in comic clothes and dance disco music. So what should we do? No, we should go to Guru. He'll slap us in the face, tell us you rascal nonsense. Don't do that. Chant Hare Krishna. That's why we require that one devotee asks Prabhupada, two things are there, Bhog Bhagavat and person Bhagavat. So why is it said that the person Bhagavat is more important? Because in the book all the instructions are there. Because the person Bhagavat, he will pull your ear and tell you, you rascal. That is required. So Prahlad Maharaj, he was not a rascal. He was pure devotee. So Prahlad Maharaj, he is actually acting as the guru of Hiranyakashipu. He is instructing him. But Hiranyakashipu, he doesn't want such a guru. Therefore Hiranyakashipu, he has to suffer. Those who follow Prahlad Maharaj, fixed in Krishna consciousness, under all circumstances, their life will be successful. Therefore, as Prabhupada said, we should follow in the footsteps of Prahlad Maharaj. Don't follow Hiranyakashipu. I I know what to do. I will be the best. We don't care for God. We should follow in the first steps of Prahlad Maharaj. Make our life successful. Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. So now it's time for Arati. Pujari. Shantari Ache. Prabhupada used to say that the person is more important. For this reason, he can pull you in. So actually, Shastra is important because the Shastra, Guru Sadhu Shastra. Shastra is the center. Guru Sadhu, they have to follow Shastra. But from one point of view, it may be said that person Bhagavad is more important as Prabhupada explained. So from, from one point of view, it may be taken. Actually, who is real Mahabhagavata Acharya? He explains the Shastra. Even Shastra, you can't understand without Guru. So we can say they're mutually interdependent. Guru cannot be Guru without Shastra. And Shastra cannot be understood without Guru. So they're both equal. It's not, it's not that you can have one independently of the other. Both are equal. In Guru, Sadhu, Shastra, center is Shastra. Because your parents are devotees, you should serve them 
until they pass away. Then you come and join them. But others, just like Raghunath Das, his parents, they were also devotees, but not very, not so much committed devotees. They were, they were materialistic. They were more interested in enjoying material life than surrendering to Krishna. So he didn't send Raghunath Das back home. Of course, Gopal, so many are there. If there's someone else to look after the parents, then even if they're devotees, that may be good. And if someone can come and preach, that's good. But even if the parents are not much inclined, we should try to <coughs> help them as we can send them aside. Even if they're affectionate to us as children, if we reciprocate them to some extent, then we can try to bring them into Krishna consciousness. Better not to be an enemy of them. Not to unless, no need to unnecessarily make enemies with them. That's not true. Many times we see parents, even they're not very favorable, gradually, gradually they can become favorable. Jai Hare Krishna. Shri Krishna.